Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. That's right. Fat boys are back. Uh, what? Yeah. You don't know that song? You guys don't know the Fat Boys? No. No? You never heard the Fat Boys? Uh-oh. Really? Like the old I mean, hip-hop group, the Fat Boys? Yeah. No, the Fat yeah. Boys that hang out at fucking Denny's every day. Nope, that's not the Fat Boys. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Bebop and they... <laughs> yeah, Come on, yeah, Harley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See? The Bad Boys are back. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Uh, I think I could totally fuck with that so it sounds like bad boys. You can? <laughs> I think oh, so. That's awesome. That should be our intro right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. That'll put that on my agenda. There you go. So, so Tony, so Harley, look look out for that for uh, in 2018. Will do. <laughs> right. <laughs> what's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up? Man, I don't know how y'all doing. You guys tired? You guys energized? What's I'm... up? What's the, what's the room like tonight? I'm not sure. You see, see how I feel. I, ha- I feel like I got a lot of energy, but it's gonna go away real quick. Like I have oh. a limit. Okay, then we should hurry up. Then. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm opening up a Starbucks drink right now, so just a uh, long day at the pool. You know how that goes. Watching kids left and right. Yeah. Don't bore you all that stuff. But anyways, everybody, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast, where we randomly rant on all things movies. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry, because I'm naughty by nature, not because I hate you. Joining me as always. <laughs> Harley, Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. I got nothing. Man, there's his energy level. <laughs> and rounding out the posse is... Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Give me anything, Tony. Anything. Come on. Anything. Just right. anything. Any rap song, any rap lyric you, that you like, go. <laughs> uh, uh, don't fail me now. Don't fail me now. You got this. All I can think of is uh, Do I it. Miss the bus. <laughs> go for it. Oh, that's it. Miss the bus. Okay, there it is. There um, you go, fellas. Something that I'll never, ever, ever do again. Nice. There, there we go. All right, man. We need to get this party started because my man Harley sounds like he's tired. He's just, well, <laughs> just blowing the load. I thought of you, Harley, at Comic-Con because I saw my man. I saw a dude dressed up as Tyrone Biggums. He was cosplaying as Tyrone Biggums. No, right I, I walked by. We were crossing the street, and I look at him, and I'm like, yo, Tyrone. He's like, hey, what's up, baby? He was scratching his chest and everything. He had white all over his mouth. <laughs> I was like, this guy wins comic. I didn't, I didn't even get a picture of him. He was walking the other way. That's was awesome. Correct. And I th- no, I think I was walking somebody and they're like, oh, I thought he was just some homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was good I'm convincing. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Oh, that is great. Like we are in San Diego. Oh, you saw it? You looked it up? I looked, yeah. Well, I looked up Tyrone Bigham's SDCC. <laughs> and, and you uh, found him already, huh? Yeah. Oh, send it to Harley. Send it. To, uh, Let see. me see this. Let me see this. I'm just Show me that picture, baby. Oh gosh, yeah, man. So we'll get into all our Comic Con talk uh, later on in the episode. Tonight we'll be reviewing a couple little movies here. We'll go with uh, what are we? Episode two seventy. We're at two seventy. Mm. Almost hitting that. Almost hitting that three hundred mark. This is Sparta. But uh, this week, the homework that Tony chose was Kumiko, the Treasure Hunter. 
Kumiko. And for extra credit, Harley chose a dirty dozen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll find then um, we'll find out who won the Bad Boys Podcast Fantasy Movie League. It was it was a nail biter. It sure was. Stay tuned to find out who pulled through. It was really close. And like I said, if you guys want to join, you know, Fantasy Movie League, look up the Bad Boys Podcast. Enter the password BBP, as in Bravo, Bravo, Private. One, two, three. Enter. Compete. Let's try to take our titles, if you can, if you, if you think you're man enough or woman enough, to try to defeat us. And it's not that difficult. Trust us. We're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, more literally. <laughs> I just—it's uh, a coin flip whether we actually compete or not. When all the when all the picks are ready to get picked, I just slam my hand on the computer, go and let, and let it choose all eight for me. So, there or or maybe six sometimes, or none at all, right, Harley? Right. So, uh, <laughs> moving right along to seventy. Did you see that picture, Harley? I was yes. That's good. and what did you think? Uh, it's great. It's very. It's not a difficult one to pull off, right? But it's you know, I mean, and it's. Um, it's showing its age. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. Chappelle did uh, you know over ten years ago. So uh, I I applaud him for for bringing it back. Absolutely, for sure. and for finding Waldo. He did it oh. well. Yeah, <laughs> on the process. Yeah, Waldo. Oh. I found Waldo, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like everyone's gonna be like, "How do I find that picture?" And it's funny if we post it on Facebook right now, everyone's gonna be like, "What? What? Yeah, that's just a yeah. random exactly." We might have to keep that picture, Tony, and with I'll, the I'll with the link on, to the uh, episode. I'll put it in uh, our post, like the comments or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. So, okay, Tony. Mm. Tony. Mm. Harley keeps answering. What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> okay. Because uh, because uh, I have a feeling I know where this is going to go. You're on a broken record. Oh, you do, do you? Where, yeah. Okay, you tell me then. Where's it going? Oh, are we going to start reviewing the homework? Absolutely. Yeah. Class, oh, class. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. School's, School's in, in sucker. <laughs> so I'm telling Tony. Yeah, away. yeah. I Tony. I thought this would be fun. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's a Fargo reference. Um, you know, J- a Japanese woman discovers a hidden copy of Fargo on VHS, believing it to be a treasure map indicating a location of a large case of money, which is how Fargo ended. It got six point seven on IMDb. When I uh, purchased it on, or rented it on Xbox Video, it said it had like an eighty-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. I'm like, yeah, it does. So I had it's got high a hopes. high, high rating on on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I had high hopes for this thing. Written yeah. directed by the same guy, David Zellner, and looks like maybe a brother, Nathan Zellner, helped write it. Mm-hmm. Has our girl from uh, where was she from? Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, what's her name? Rink, Rinko Kikuchi? Yeah, Rinko Kikuchi. Yeah, that's probably pretty close. It's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, it movie does what it it says. This girl finds, huh. starts off, finds VHS tape, um, and uh, she becomes obsessed. Obsessed with Fargo. Now, Harley, you hear the synopsis, and right off, right off the bat, right away, you're like intrigued. Am I, not, am I right or am I wrong? You're wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just from hearing the, that little the, plot synopsis, you weren't like, "Ooh, that's sounds interesting." It, it, it's too obscure to great, and it's it's too short. It's too obscure and short to to garner my interest. Okay. Um, so okay, what wait, happened? Wait, 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 well, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. Tony's Tony's got the floor. It's yeah. his homework. Okay. Tony, you had your hand up before Harley. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. 
well, no, I was just introducing the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it does what it says. It follows her. Um, well, no. It follows her obsession t- about the movie, and she's kind of um, antisocial, maybe depressive, just a social outcast. So yeah, it I looks think, like she just think, latched onto this idea uh, that she found a treasure. Yeah, I think that's an understatement. I mean, <laughs> she is. She's got some. She's got some issues. Yeah, I don't want to say much more than that. Um. Yeah, she's she's super, like like depressed, and you know, just goes through the first like I don't know what what do you guys think twenty thirty minutes of the like film thirty minutes yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you see her day to day routine where she runs into like old friends, but and she, like, she doesn't want anything to do with them. And, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, and then her boss is like, you know, he's kind of a dick and she hates him. And, you know, I mean, it's just like. She feeds her rabbit by dumping seeds on its head. Dumping seeds on its head. <laughs> and then, you know, her then, mom. <laughs> her mom calls her and it's like mm-hmm. she just wants her to get married and you know she doesn't have a boyfriend and um yeah i mean the the, the thing is is <clears throat> so the first half of the film is very little dialogue i mean the the director he's like he's more cinematographer than director cuz he wasn't actually he was just putting the camera where I wanted to and going, all right, let's shoot this. Cause it looks fucking cool. And a lot of the <laughs> scenes do look cool. Um, but there's so little dialogue and there's not enough story to interest me in that first half. And then we come to America and then it's, it's, it's a different story. So <clears throat> it's kind of like two parts. Right. And you were still more intrigued even when she came down to America. <clears throat> I was more. Yeah. Um, but then it starts It starts um, kind of checking off the tropes of uh, fish out of water, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when she's trying to talk to the taxi driver. The, the, the second half of the movie ends up becoming just sort of the different Americans she runs into and how she deals with them and how she – you know, she doesn't speak great English, but she speaks enough. And all she wants to say is, I want to go, I want to, I want Fargo. And they're like, what? No, 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 say no, it no, like no, 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 no. Yeah, what did she say? I want, did, I want go Fargo. I want go Fargo. Yeah. And, you know, and the motherfuckers are like, no, you don't want to go there. It's fucking cold out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, read this book instead. Yeah, 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 exactly. Watch the movie. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's she just runs into all these characters, which kind of fills the time. I mean, the film's not very long. But, um... And then there's a little plot twist at the very end, which was... I, I, I didn't mind it, because I feel like there's not a lot of question as to what happened. Right. Um, and, and so for me, it's not, is the top still spinning? I mean, it's pretty fucking clear that the top ain't spinning, <laughs> uh, if you know what I mean. So uh, I won't spoil it, um, although I would have no problem spoiling it. What's uh, funny, it's like in the beginning, you know, of the VHS or Fargo, it says, based on a true story. Yeah. So I'm thinking automatically right off the bat, she's like, oh, you know. 
Right. Like well, when the cop's trying to explain to her documentary in a movie. Right. It's like, like, no, it's not fake. She's like, no, it's not fake. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> um, well, and I was curious. Sorry, my voice is all shot to Whoa. shit today. <laughs> <laughs> Pork chops and applesauce. Um, did she actually watch the movie from beginning to end? Or did she always yeah. just... Because the tape she found was so shitty... It only got, then she got the, the DVD. Then she got the DVD. So but, I'm but she still skipped the she skipped the chapters to get to the end. That's what it seemed like. So I'm like, right. is she so like fucking dysfunctional? She never even watched the whole movie. Yeah. Well, she found a tape unmarked, and it's the first thing it says is based on a true story. Right. Yeah. So that's what got her. She's like, oh, this is this is real. Yeah, and but I, because it she, wasn't. The, the tape was so bad it couldn't get to the end of the film where all the credits would kind of like reveal to her that it's it's not real. And she's already out of her mind. She, she just got yeah. obsessed. She got hooked. You know, it ended at that part. Well, and I like, got the I, feeling I she didn't read English. True. Well, she, there was a couple scenes like true. in the taxi with the with the deaf taxi driver. She probably learned just enough to get what she could from the movie. Like true. <laughs> and story. <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, there's some fill in the blanks to the sure. movie for sure. The biggest, the biggest fill in the blank is who the fuck gave her the map to that blank tape in the cave under the rock. Exactly. Oh, you're talking about the very beginning at the very yeah. beginning. It opens up and she's following a map and goes right to a cave, right to a rock. And there's a tape. Yeah, I don't I was care. Like, wow, wow. <laughs> it's like, that's the, it, it that's was like, it was like that tape. I would have taken a tape with like, uh, with, with a movie with a lot more money. It was like, uh, like I would have like said, a... Hey, give me uh, the, give me heap or the dark Knight. Remember that bank robbery? Remember <laughs> yeah. all that money? Give me one of those. I'll take one of those. It was like, it was like analog geocaching. <laughs> that didn't yeah, bother it, me because I, well, I was like yeah alright it was the rest of the hour and 40 minutes that bugged me <laughs> I mean are we going to get to it the movie's terrible yeah I mean yeah it's, I mean we get to we get like I the said moral, the, yeah, the only thing I could get out of the movie yeah. is the danger of putting based on a true story on yeah. your film no please <laughs> that's it there's nothing you can't get anything else yeah, it's it's like a fifteen minute movie that dr- was dragged out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a short. It it's is. a short. That's a good point. It's yeah. like a twenty minute episode of the Twilight Zone. Exactly, and it just they just dragged it out. They just stretched yeah. it, and it's see this well, episode on Black Mirror. <laughs> right. There's literally twenty minutes of material here, mm-hmm. but it's stretched out because these really long shots like overly long shots in the bus and the train wherever she yeah yeah and like the score was trying to be really like menacing in some spots when it didn't have to be menacing and like super light in some spots and i was just like 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 it like the editing and the score got mixed up kind of thing like (laughs) it's too at the score's too abstract for the for what you're watching on screen and and then, you know, sort of like the one character you're supposed to kind of like is the cop, but he doesn't have right. a northwest accent or north midwest. Right. You know, he doesn't say, you know, he doesn't have a Canadian uh, Mountie accent. He's just like a regular dude from California. 
For the people that uh, don't know what that sounds like, go ahead and Harley tell us how that sounds like. Uh, yeah, now I can't think of it. Like, oh, uh, uh, you know, you know, don't you know, don't you know? Yeah, that's all they say. Like that's, <laughs> that's all I know. So I feel bad because uh, yeah. Um, is there a was there a um a you betcha? Yeah, <laughs> betcha. <laughs> Just watch Fargo. It's great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to watch this movie. Watch Fargo. It makes you want to watch Fargo more or the TV show. Yeah, and it's like it's the show that I got like halfway through the season. I never finished. So, um, I'll have to say that there's no way I could have made it through this film without Lane narrating throughout the whole thing because we put uh, the closed captioning on, Mm -hmm. and it would say things like she blows on the tape. To clear the dust off of it. Oh, <laughs> and she was just like completely entertained by the closed captions. Oh, and she was like, "Dude, be, be, the, whoever put those captions in, he deserves a dollar because that entertained the shit out of me." I, <laughs> Without... I, I, I do like, and we've seen a couple movies do this, where they're kind of like part foreign, part English, where uh-huh. like half the movie is in subtitles and the other isn't, and I like that. It feels authentic you know what i mean it's like i'm trying to think of a, a, another example but oh, we've I've seen this you. before you know um when we get to my extra I'm, that's i'm gonna point that out uh-oh. oh okay so I, I like that and then like i said the very end which i won't spoil um but i would uh confirm with you two um maybe at the end of the review sure um and I didn't mind the end, but it didn't save a really, really boring film. And it's yeah. not – it doesn't anger me or piss me off. You know, like You're hoping I said, for something nice, something cool at the end, right? Something to just like give me something Joe. Tell him something right? Joe. Yeah, I mean, you know. Because me – like me because if I can you know, maybe say something about the movie for a second. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> Um, I was kind of, I'm intrigued. I'm following it. You know, I'm like, why Fargo? Or like, why was this movie chosen? Right. Okay. I get it. The, because of the thing at the end. Okay. Um, but, uh, was it maybe it's something in their mind and that's why. So I'm thinking, what movie would they put in that? I was having more fun thinking, what movie would they choose for me to put in there? And I'd find <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm thinking maybe, it, maybe it, got, it like at the end, we'll see somebody else going through this or something. It's just kind of in this loop. Right. Um, but, uh, no, we just kept following her. She was super awkward. And I'm like, all right, you know, I've seen this before. You know, movies that kind of like, you know, it's like, um, lost in translation. You know, you get these long tracking shots and they, they want to be more visual than giving you anything. And on this one, we just kind of, we just kind of follow her. And I mean, she's okay. She, I mean, I mean, the performance, she doesn't have to really do much. Uh, but, but the, I mean, she's the main character. We got to follow her. We got to at least, you know, like her or see what's going on. And when we do find out what she's trying to do, we're like, really? Like, how can this end? And, right? And, um, and if and if it does end a certain way, we're like, what's next? What's you know what I mean? So I was left kind of scratching my head, going, um, if you don't, you know, start wrapping up or give me something that's going to be, you know, at least somewhat amusing at the very end, I'm like, this is going to be a really waste of time because I'm here, I'm sitting here watching, watch it, and then when it did happen, I'm like, okay, I should be at least feeling something right now, I'll be like <laughs> some kind of emotion. Um, 
because I am I do generally like her when she ripped that hole in that blanket in the hotel and she's wearing like a big ass poncho and it's just yeah. randomly yeah. just wanted to walk. It was like she was like fourth go. She just want to get up and start walking. Um, and that cop starts trying to help her out. Everyone's so nice, right? It's like uh, well, it, it it constantly reminded me like this woman is not healthy because she's wandering in the fucking mm-hmm. freezing cold snow. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and then I, I have betcha. a little bit of uh, yeah, you betcha. I and there I have a little bit of insight into this because we get snow, right? And it snows at thirty two degrees, which if you're from Southern California, you're like man, thirty two degrees seems cold. It also snows when it's fifteen degrees outside, and it also snows when it's zero degrees. And there's a fuck ton of difference between thirty two degrees and like zero degrees, and that Midwest gets to zero degrees and below zero see like up here even in the coldest time it'll be like 15 degrees 13 degrees like high teens that is fucking freezing like you you have to bundle up when you go outside and you don't go out for very long because you're anything that's exposed to the air will just get really cold and painful if it's 32 degrees and snowing, you can go outside in jeans and a T-shirt as long as you're, like, exercising and you're not going to freeze your nuts off. You'll be okay. At zero degrees, you're not going outside in anything but full-blown Antarctica gear, homie. And she's walking around in her red, um, red riding hood sweatshirt that she brought from Tokyo and, and, a, and a quilt. Like, she would freeze to death. Absolutely. Right. No. You know what I mean? And so, like, she had to have been absolutely just walking down the street. And that's why people were like, hey, you all right? Because, yeah. yeah, she would just be like, you wouldn't be able to walk. You'd just be freezing to death. Yeah. Sorry, it's I didn't like, mean it's, it. It's a bit chilly outside, uh, don't yeah. you know? Yeah, you know? It yeah. Means. So, yeah, they try to tell her. But um, she's just, I just want to go Fargo. So that's what you wanted. So, yeah, so I I was kind of stoked when, when Tony mentioned it and he was excited about it. I could feel his excitement. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this might be kind of cool. Maybe it would have worked if there were some kids that found it. Maybe some teenage kids. I don't know. Um, but unfortunately for me, I, 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 you know, I watched all the way through. And at the end, I'm like, hmm, all right, I'm all, still don't know how I feel. So I don't think that's a good thing. So unfortunately, I got to give it a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. And, uh, yeah, it absolutely gets a waste of time. It's, that um, would be a waste of time. It feels like it's trying to be kind of like a, um, like a vehicle for the actress, like to really show off her chops, but because she's on the screen the entire film. Like, I don't think, is there maybe a scene that, that she's not in? But she doesn't do much. She doesn't act. She's just fucking moody and grumpy and mm-hmm. and then gets sort of like sort of bizarre towards the end and you know, so yeah, it's it's a full on waste of time. Agreed. That would be a waste of time. Ooh. Certified waste of time. Oh boy. Chalk that up there in record books. Oh man, oh man. Well let's just let's keep this train going then, Harley. Hmm. You chose the extra credit this week. I did. I chose uh, the Dirty Dozen. Uh-huh. And uh, to be fair, 
or or to, uh, oh boy, oh, I, I should I should tell you, uh, this was an extra credit. This was full on homework. I'd never seen this before. Son um, of a bitch, bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Uh, I might have seen scenes from it, but I I didn't remember a goddamn thing. So this this was essentially a, a first, a first. Um, I, I just saw that that cast: Lee Marvin, Ernest Borgnine, Charles Bronson, Jim Brown. So I mean, mm-hmm. you'd recognize a ton. And Telly Savalas is up in it, even though he's a fucking creepy. <laughs> Donald Sutherland's up in it. Like you just you're just like I know that guy. I know that guy. I know that guy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'd never seen it. And uh, and then I put it in, and then I realized, oh wow, this movie is two and a half hours long. So yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, no wonder yeah. probably chose it. 1967, The Dirty Dozen. It's regarded as one of the one of the better World War II films out there. A U.S. Army major is assigned a dozen convicted murderers to train and lead them into a mass assassination mission of German officers in World War II. So. Um, that's pretty straightforward. That that's the synopsis is pretty accurate, and um, the first uh, the first two acts are are basically just sort of picking the guys, getting to know them, and then uh, kind of training them, and then uh, the third act is sort of the action um, set piece, and um, yeah, so um, it definitely is a you know film from the sixties. We um, We've we've seen these kind of movies before, you know. The acting seems almost a little stilted at first. You kind of it takes a couple minutes to get used to the acting, and, and obviously the sets and stuff. Some some things don't look one hundred percent authentic, and um, you know, I would say the overall sort of visual quality of filmmaking has come a long way since the sixties, and um, but uh, it, it intrigued me, um, so. What 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 did you guys think? <clears throat> Tell me. Um, I had trouble <laughs> with it. I mean, I say what I had trouble getting into it. Oh, when okay. I started programming, and it was oh, like there was moments stopped. when it got my attention, but then like I, I was I drifted, I drifted throughout the whole movie up until mm-hmm. the end, and then that last action piece, I was like, all right, I'll rewind, take me through it again. Let's do yep. it. <laughs> I'm uh I'm in that same same category with Tony. Yeah. I mean it, parts of it like were, were it was interesting to see the different aspect of the war, you know, of of you know the, the politics and how how they treat people and you know the, the missions that they assigned, you know, those crazy things that they they could come up with, you know, the, the war games that they had going on. I was yeah, like, okay, it's a different oh. side of the war that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Um, but it it was like two hours of it, <laughs> and um, it I just it was really hard to hold my attention. It it, it it's like an hour and forty minutes of like character development. You know, right. I mean, we really sort of get to know all twelve characters, yeah. and if you don't buy into that or you don't sort of get vested in it, then it could be homework. Yeah. Um, because like he was going through and talking to every single one of them and figuring yeah. out the nuances of how to convince them to join yeah. his crew, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And by the third one, I was like, what did he say to the first one? And I'm like, eh. And I it was like, I stopped caring like so quickly. Like hmm. I didn't really care what it took to get 
these guys to join his crew. Like I just didn't, it didn't, it didn't matter to me. I was like, just get them out there and show me what they can do. You know? Although I will admit I didn't like maggot just like everybody else. (laughs) 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 And he got his, he got his comeuppance. And so that was satisfying. Like I said, when I, when I wake up in the morning, it's my best time to watch movies. And if it's making me go back to sleep, it's not a good sign. (laughs) <laughs> right away it's not a good sign and i want to yeah. get it. this charles bronson's in it i just want to get into it but it just it, it kind of sucks it's like no fart in the movie but it reminds me of every every old fart that i go to a customer's house and they first thing they want to know make sure their encore fucking western channel's working because mm-hmm. the cable's out and the first thing they go to is that channel it always makes me feel like it was one of those movies like that show that they always want to watch it's one of those tcm turner classic movies and something you know what i mean so yeah. it's that's yeah. what it can't remind me. I felt like I was watching that with some with an old dude. I'm like, like, hey man, I'm I'm just not I'm not I'm not feeling this right now. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know if it's just the wrong set, wrong time, but cause I've heard about it, it. I heard it was a classic, but I, and I wanted to get into it, but I just can't. And I'm like, uh, I, I you know I can't force myself. It's just not gonna you know it's not gonna work. I'm gonna I'm gonna just like start hating the movie and you know, get upset about it. So yeah, and see, I I see I see that and I dig it, but. Mm-hmm. It worked, and I actually enjoyed it. And so uh-huh. I didn't, you know, I, I while I recognize, like, within 10 minutes of the film, I was like, oh, this is going to be a tough watch for some people. And, you know, and I get that. I mean, it's, it's you know, I mean, shit, the movie's, like, fucking 40 years old. I mean, uh-huh. I get that. You know what I mean? I'm not stupid. And yeah. it shows its age. You know, the pacing is... You know, we're we're used to fucking you know Avengers where it's just nonstop action for two hours and twenty minutes. You know, uh-huh. this this isn't Michael Bay does the Dirty Dozen. You know, this is like Terrence Malick does the Dirty Dozen kind of thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And I get that, but I think it was done well enough, and I genuinely like the performances were good enough, and I recognize the characters, especially towards the end of the film when. You kind of, you know, like in the training mission when he wanted to fuck over the, um, the um, uh, Lee Marvin's character wanted to to out um, compete this uh, this contemporary that he didn't want anything to do with. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So like that was cool. Like that little that whole, you know, that's sort of like the end of the second act, which I which I dig. It's it it shows that the Dirty Dozen are, you know, they're. Uh, they're a team, you know, and there's a couple right. little subtle things. Um, and I, and I enjoyed that. I thought it was well done. I think, um, I think the fact that it, that they did allow the film to be a little bit longer did allow you to build the characters up. And for me, because I made the time and sort of patience to really watch that and give it my, my full attention, I was invested with the characters throughout. And so, so in the end I was like, yeah, I dig it. But mm-hmm. I do appreciate if somebody sits down just in the middle of an afternoon and tries to watch and goes, Oh man, this fucking movie is boring because it, it isn't 2015. It is, yeah. it is a different yeah. and you know, we're, you know, somebody for like my dad, I'm sure he just thinks this is the greatest movie of all time. Kind exactly. of thing. And it's, you know, it's slow. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask my kids to sit down and watch the film. So, but I did, I did appreciate it. So. Okay. Yeah. Punch for me. It's uh, another waste of time, man. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> that would be a waste of time.
<sighs> yeah, I I really wanted to like it because of the last action piece, but it was such a small part of the whole film, and I just couldn't get into the characters. So for me, it was a waste. That would be a waste of time. Yeah, the problem is that you'd almost say like, yeah, just watch the last 20 minutes of the action. But the action shows its age, the special effects, you know what I mean? Sure. And if you don't know the characters and kind of seen what they've been through and appreciate them, you know, it's like like you were like, I just ate up the Charles Bronson's character and Jim Brown and, mm-hmm. and watching those characters. And like you said, you got Maggot got his come up. And I mean, Telly Savalas played that character to the T. And, um, you know, um, Donald Sutherland, he was, he must've been a kid when he, when he shot this cause he, he looks young and he doesn't, he can't act worth shit. <laughs> um, but Lee Marvin is fucking charismatic as all hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so, so it's hard. Like, yeah, you can't say like, eh, just watch the last action because you, it'll just feel like an old film. Um, but if you watch the whole movie, I think you can appreciate the ending a little bit more. So, um, but for me, it's a solid buy that for a dollar. I enjoyed it. I'd buy that for a dollar. Hmm. All right. There okay. we go. So, Tony. Yo. Got results for our fantasy movie league or what? Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to sign next week's or that's at the end? I don't know the order. Well, I can do that right now. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I was going through, I was at Walmart earlier, and I was going through all the DVDs and Blu-rays that came out, and I came across this one that I thought, uh, man, why not? Let's give it a shot. And um, it was uh, The Gunman, starring Sean Penn. It's from the director. Oh, uh, brand new. From director, the guy that directed Taken. A sniper on a mercenary assassination team kills the Minister of Mines on the Congo. Terrorists successfully kill Sean. Oh, you know, I saw the trailer to this. That's fine. Well, I'm glad you approve. Thank you. You got a a hell of a cast. Sean (laughs) Penn, Javier Bardem, Ray Winstone, Idris Elba. Jesus. Jesus. Hey, that's what I'm saying, right? Of course, the uh, the DVD cover "Armed with the Truth" sounds a little cliche. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, what about the extra credit? My extra credit. Um, Taken. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I get my inspiration from uh, full movies on YouTube because <laughs> it's kind of a random list. Yeah. So it's real easy to just go. Okay, How many yeah, are that, on that there? sounds good. What's that? Is there a list of how many are on there? It's a subreddit called Full Movies on YouTube. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just go to that and look what's next. And um, the one that caught my eye is a comedy drama from 1988 mm-hmm. with, pretty sure it's Tom Hanks. Now I'm just going to verify because I'm such a pussy about it. Yeah, big. Oh, yeah. Which one? Big. Big. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, we've never reviewed that, and this is mm-hmm. um, big like a pickle. Still getting laid. Getting um, by the ladies. No. 
He just snorted. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he just did. did, right? Yeah. I'm I trying to pull... fucking energy. I mean, those two movies, oh, man, man, killed the fucking energy in this room. Oh, God shit. damn it. Let's talk about that... some bragging rights in this fantasy league, man. <laughs> what a snore fest. If anyone is still listening right now. Jesus Christ. Hang on, hang on. Was that Humpty Dance? Yes. Yeah. All right. I got the something. There you go. Whew. Tony's just happy. Like, wait, wait, wait. Was that the Humpty Dance? <laughs> Well, yes. Well, yes, son. It and, is. Yes, hey, yes, if it is. you're not listening, I mean, if you guys, if the podcast listeners out there, the millions of the fans that listen to this podcast. The millions. If you didn't know, I'm the white one. Tony actually has color on his skin. Yes. And and, and uh, he couldn't say it more Surprise, than that. Is, is that the, the Humpty dance? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is it's that like... the dance of the Humpty? Yes. But no, but yes. Um, you know, obviously, if you listen to the podcast, you you can tell we're fans of nine uh, hip hop, um, the yeah. ball site. But it's funny because um, the movie Dope requires, um, goes around three kids that are obsessed with nineties hip hop. I think that's kind of funny. Um, it takes place, you know, now, but it, they're they're just uh, obsessed with nineties hip hop. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, so and and I was kind of almost like almost every episode now is like a thing where I just kind of uh, try to bring up a new song or I don't know why it just just happens it's kind of funny <laughs> dope huh <laughs> yeah dope yeah it's in the theater I think yeah oh, it's 2015 so, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah I think it actually uh, was the tipping point that it's almost me. too like um, meta where they're like they're like oh we're geeks it's like where they refer to themselves as geeks it's like okay we get uh, it you, you have to tell us so like we are obsessed with hip nineties hip hop, and they dry, and they're like, "Oh, check out that rum shaker." I'm like, "Oh, you're, you're trying a little too much." A little you know too what I mean? Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we get it. Just, just you know, just, just you know, just do it. You know, just do it. <laughs> just be cool about it. Yeah, just be cool about it. Exactly. Be cool. Be cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So we got a. Uh, we got a. Uh, what was the movie? Uh, the government and big. There you go. Right on. Right on. So, Tony, take it away, sir. All right. So this week we almost had five contestants for <laughs> the the weekly Bad Boys oh, podcast, no Fantasy way. Movie League. Almost had five. Um, uh, we just had one who made zero dollars at his Cineplex. I'm just going to call <laughs> him out right away. Harley, you're an idiot. Dubcat Cineplex yep. made zero dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you gave Laney a chance to take fourth place with go. 124 million. There you go. And now we have our top three. So looks like uh, the third, the third in third place had Jurassic Park, Jurassic World on three screens, Inside Out on four screens, and then San Andreas on the last screen. Hmm. The second place had Minions. Gallows, San Andreas, Mad Max on two, Dope, and Avengers on the final two. And the number one had Minions, Ted 2 on three, and Mad Max on four screens. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And he took it with, this is a Carlin's Ed Clivage Ortiel at 135 million, and Fonzo had 129 million. And then I was just under that at 126. Oh, I thought Fonzo didn't. I thought Fonzo, you fucked up too. Nope, I thought I did too. Oh. Oh. He must have picked it while we were talking, you know, on the podcast, because that's generally what I do when I'm talking. I'm like, oh, quick, well, quick, quick, I then... that's I, what I did the times I won, and then last week I was like, 
you know what? I'm going to fucking sit down because I lost two weeks in a row. So I was like, this fucking oh. horse shit. <laughs> so I'm going to sit down and actually like do it right. And mm-hmm. then I fucking totally spaced. And yep. <laughs> So congratulations, Carlins. Et clavage ordeal. You got first place this week. In the overall season, uh, looks like I climbed up the ranks at 689 million. Fonzo's in second, 675, and Harley's in third with 568. Just because I totally fucked myself. Yeah, so if we keep fucking ourselves, then everyone else is going to catch up. But we got a big old lead. <laughs> Carlin is at 215 million. So, got a ways to go. Send me, uh, send me the links to the fucking thing real quick. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Would you favorite it? I am. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I know I keep forgetting. Son yeah, of so a don't forget. Oh, lock yeah. in lock in your uh, screens by Friday at 9 a.m. There you go. Real quick, we're going to go through our extras. I hardly saw the Avengers. Um, Tony, since you saw a brand new movie, just like I did, uh, you saw the Minions. Minions. Yep. Please please review the movie as a minion. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I should be able to since I speak Spanish. Right. Exactly. And, and it's like the, the language that they've sure. made up for them. You can kind of understand it because they speak a lot of like Spanish, French, Italian, oh, Latin type of words. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. Now, it's, yeah, it's easy to say. It's safe to say that uh, you're a huge fan of the Minions, right? From the Despicable Me movies. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know they were just a, a fluke that they ended up in Despicable Me, but they're great and um, they're a lot. They're a lot of fun. You know, they're just the the fun character. They have the, now they have their own movie. Everybody loved them. Um, this, this one kind of, um, it, uh, it gives them a little origin story and, you know, of how they came to be. Can I take a shot? Uh, how, how they got to be? Go ahead. They were walking down, um, a dark hallway, like an alleyway. And it was at night with their parents and, uh, somebody robbed them, <laughs> shot, <laughs> shot their parents and then the minion by itself. And then no, oh, no, not, that's not close. Uh, mm. What about you, Harley? You take a guess. Um, gamma radiation overdose. That's <laughs> <laughs> close too. What's kind of funny the 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 their like origin story is uh-huh. the opening credits kind of, um, and they pretty much have been around since the beginning of time. They're just <laughs> another they're just another species on this planet. They're uh, are they our closest living uh, relative? Um. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just evolved alongside of us, but not from the same branch. They're gotcha. they're their own their own branch. All right. But they've always followed the you know the biggest fish. You know they're always following. They 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 have to have a boss, uh, uh, an evil henchman, you know, an evil boss to, for them yeah. to follow. They can be their the henchmen. You know the, the minions for the boss, and so that's their whole life. You know they they've been trying to do that. Um, then the ice age happened, and they got stuck in a cave so they had to survive on their own but they got really depressed you know over the course of time <laughs> because they had no boss right and so are like all right now they're gonna you know adventure out into the world to find a new boss kevin decided that he's gonna go and he takes idiot bob and um who was the other one uh stewart who was another idiot they're both idiots they're all idiots <laughs> but that's what makes them adorable and right. lovable um and so, yeah, they, I mean, they, they go out and they find there's a lot of little, you know, tropes here and there, 
uh, they, there's a villain con that they go and attend, which is kind of oh, fun. Oh gosh, a villain yeah. con, a villain con. Yes, right. where all the villains go and uh, you know they they meet up, and uh, that's a, that's where they meet um, Scarlet Overkill. And so she's the super villain of this movie, played by Sandra Bullock. Right, Sandra Bullock, and uh, how'd she do as a villain? I don't even know Sandra Bullock, so I'm guessing oh. good. Okay, she was kind of wacky, but that's the whole point of the movie, you know. Every, everything's kind of wacky. Yeah. So it, it fit, and I had no problem with it. Um, you know, there was there were stretches where I was like, eh, I, I predicted, you know, what's going to happen on the screen. It's like, all right, and then this is going to happen, and this gag, and this joke, you know, that kind of thing. Um. But I I enjoyed all the other comedic moments so much more you know so much that it kind of made up for it so for me it was okay. Um, uh, one of the I guess one of the one of the negatives is that some of the best jokes were it were in the trailer. Oh, you know. So I was like, there were good jokes throughout the throughout the film, but yeah. like the best ones, I feel like I had already seen them uh, and they were still uh, funny but it kind of take it took away from the uh, punch so i'm just like Meh. yeah yeah that's, that's the only so only only complaint i had is that i had watched the trailer and so some of the you know some of the better jokes were spoiled <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it sounds like <laughs> um and, and laney pointed it out and it's great she's like it's like i'm watching a foreign film but it yeah. there's no subtitles because you can kind of understand yeah. them right and so that's what Harley was talking about earlier. It felt uh-huh. authentic, you yeah. know that this is that they're, they're a lot of times they, you don't understand what they're saying, but every once in a while you get it. And so uh, you know, like they, they like they ask her or they ask the minions, and I think it was in the trailer. You know, do, do they know who Scarlet Overkill is? And they're like the cucaracha. It, it's right. a, it's a Spanish word. They totally right. said it. it, it Everybody totally understands. You know, they they know the cucaracha. Everybody can can get that. Da, 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 da. <laughs> exactly. See, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's still fun. Um, yeah, it's one of those. You know what you're getting. You know, kids you will love it. it. Kids are gonna love it, and I think that's why they use a lot of Spanish because mm-hmm. they need kids to get the jokes. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of like butt humor. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's butt humor, fart humor, um, yeah. and I'm laughing the loudest in the theater. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah, for me, yeah, I totally enjoyed it. So, it's a dollar. Nice. I'd buy that for a dollar. Very cool. Well, then I saw the next uh, newest movie, and uh, it's Terminator Genis- Genesis, spelled G E N I S Y S. John Connor sends Kyle Reese back in time. You've heard this before. Uh, sends Kyle Reese back in time and protects Sarah Connor, but when he arrives in 1984, nothing is as he expected it to be. Directed by Alan Taylor, writers are Leda Calgadris, P- Patrick Lucier, and two more people. What? Who? I don't know. <laughs> Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jason Clark, Amelia uh, Amelia Clark, uh, Khaleesi herself, and uh, and see. And the problem with this movie, this trailer gave out the big twist in it. Yeah, and remember the director being all pissed off about it because you know once they finished the movie, they handed it to some company that does the trailers for them, and they fucking totally like. So if you guys never saw the trailers, then your guys are cool. I only cool. saw the well, first one. I did. Think see you're that. good then. I uh... didn't, and so I'm listening to a review, and it fucking spoils it, and I'm like, motherfucker, 
I could have gone and watched this goddamn movie on Blu-ray ten years from now, and I would have no idea. But the review spoiled it, and I was like, "You motherfucker!" That's messed up. Yeah. yeah so if you yeah, so if you haven't seen the second trailer, avoid it. avoid it like the play because it it gives up the, it gives up a big reveal. So that being said, so um, so Arnold Arnold's back in Terminator, right? And uh, they they reference how he gets old. The same machine, just uh, he's used um, the synthetic skin that in time gets old. So that's how they answer it. And you're like, cool, I'm good with that. And um, so it's kind of interesting that it, they, they play with the um, – it's almost like X-Men Day of the Future Past and like the Star Trek where they just want to create a whole new universe and then kind of like forgetting the other ones. And um, so it's like, okay, this right, is like what Star we have Trek, now. Yeah. This is what we're going to go moving forward. So – um, you know the other ones are gonna the other ones are gonna still be there because when they do send uh, they're like the very beginning starts off in Judgment Day. You know you got uh, John Connor all scarred up. He he leads the resistance, and uh, Kyle Reese is there. And you're like, wait a minute, Kyle Reese is your dad. He should be older than you. What's going on, right? But we've seen that before with what uh, Salvation, I believe, too, right? When Bale was the kid, or he was the oldest one. And Kyle Reese is younger, so. Yeah. So like okay whatever I'm like oh, my head's gonna start hurting <laughs> with all this time travel shit. Mm. So they send back um, Skynet sends back Arnold. It's 1984. The punks are there waiting for him, just like in Terminator 1984. The garbage man guy. Every everything is like it was before. So what's kind of cool? It's like they're playing with like the whole timelines of the of all the series with the T1000 from the first Terminator, and uh, so you get you you throw them in the mix in there, and then you're gonna and then you're gonna create your own universe anyway. So. At one point, when Kyle Reese does show up, he's like, "Hey, you're you're Sarah Connor. I'm here to help you." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know. You got you got sent by." And she and he's like, "How the fuck do you know that? Like, how did you know you're? I'm here, you know." So in this timeline, like Arnold was still there. He raised Sarah Connor. She calls him pops, and it's like, "What?" <laughs> she's trying yeah. to have him blend in. So they have like a cool kind of like chemistry with like like Edward Furlong and, and Terminator. Right? He he like he smiles. He tries to like say funny lines just to kind of fit in a little bit more because he's been around for a long time. Um, so it's like it's like a nice little twist. Like when Kyle Reese freaks out that he sees Arnold in the back of the truck, he gets out, grabs a gun. Arnold just grabs a gun from him and just fucking pistol whips him right back and knocks him out. <laughs> he's just like, pick, and then he picks him up like he's nothing, throws him in the back of the truck. Um, it's so it's interesting. It's like, huh? So what if Sarah Connor was raised by the Terminator by Arnold? And um, I remember how like in the T two, um, she said like. He's 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 been like the like a father figure to him because most of the guys just kind of left or gone or dicks. Um, so it's it's interesting to see him being um, Sarah's um, um, pops as she calls him, uh, and it works. And then and then so special effects when they show like a young Arnold, it's incredible. It's like it's like wow, right? The um, the problem like the only problems like, the only problems I had was like Michael Jai Courtney. I think that's his, no not Michael Jai Courtney. I think his name is just Jai Courtney. That's right. I'm thinking of a spawn. Um, Jack yeah. Courtney. Um, he, he he's um he's not a good actor, man. He's just kind of dull. Like Kyle Reese, when I hear that name, automatically Michael Bean, right? Automatically, yeah, right. Cool character. He's just a he's just a, the way he looks. He's just cool. I'm looking at an action figure of him right now. Kyle Reese, Human Resistance Soldier. It says on there. He looks so cool. Like when when Jack Courtney comes, you know, when he when he drops back in '84, he has a trench coat. He has this the the pants that he steals from the bum. He has the same Nike high tops. It's incredible. It's the same, um, but he's just he's just he's just kind of dull. I mean, they're like uh, Hollywood keeps forcing him down our throat, and he's just not. I don't know. He's just this young actor. He's I mean, he's cut. He's ripped. 
He's in the new Suicide Squad. Um, but for some reason, he he I don't know. He just lacks that charisma. I mean, him and if if um this him and Sam Worthington were next to each other, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart. <laughs> this is the the, the Kyle Reese guy. Yeah, Jai Kyle Courtney? Reese is in this new movie. Yes. Oh, there he is. Okay, yeah, I see him. Yeah, yeah. So um, huh. it's weird that Arnold Schwarzenegger in the cast he's he's labeled as Guardian. See what I mean? So. Um, Jason oh, Clark plays like right. said John Connor. And you know what's interesting is Courtney B. Vance plays Miles Dyson. Does that name sound familiar to you, Tony? Courtney B. Vance. No, not Courtney, but Miles Dyson. Miles, Miles Dyson. Dyson. Oh yeah, uh, wasn't he the inventor? Yeah, remember he had the chip, the glove, Skynet. Remember? Yeah, and so he worked at Cyberdyne. Yes, remember his son's name? No. Remember when they want like they're they're shoot Sarah Connor's trying to kill him and Danny the kids was Danny. We're like, Danny, Danny get okay. over here. Yeah, so he's he's in the movie like Miles and Danny, not the same right. actors, but you know Danny's sure, all grown the, up. The, the they're talking about Cyberdyne, so they're they're almost trying to like blow up the building. <clears throat> it's like it's all these things you've seen before, but like it's almost kind of like <laughs> Back to the Future, not Back to, Back to the Future, where like remember where you were like see the timeline and then they're there again, right? Where where the other one was going on, it's almost like that, but you're. It's like knowing – how do I explain? You're in that timeline, right? Go back to 1984, but you know what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So when like he says um, – when Arnold's like uh, – uh, they're like, oh, this guy's a few cans short of a six-pack. Remember they said that from the first one when Arnold's naked and trying to get his clothes? <laughs> and he's like, I need your, I need your clothes. And then, uh, and then you hear Arnold in the back. He's like, I've been waiting a long time. And you're like, what? Turns around, you hear the boom, 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 boom. Takes his hood off, he has a shotgun, just starts shooting at him. And then we get fucking Arnold against Arnold. Like, young Arnold against oh, the new right, one. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. And what's badass is, like, the fighting is, like, it's cool. You got, like, like them, like, digging their feet in the ground and cement breaks. Like, you know, the the, the CG's used, it's it's utilized. When they're <laughs> they're fighting, they're really hurting themselves. And and, it, and the CG's really good. It, it, like, it's, it's, you know, we've come a long way with CG, and it really works. Um... But what what where it doesn't work is when like we don't we see car slipping via CG. There's a lot of car slipping they just flip. But Mad Max Fury Road, come on, set the standard up pretty high when you want fucking vehic- vehicular fucking <laughs> just craziness, right? Practical effects. Um, you gotta step the game up. I get people want to use CG because they, they can make a car flip and do all this crazy shit, and you got like robots fighting. I, I get it, but. You know, it's cool. I mean, you can you got Mr. George Miller making it happen. So don't say you can't make it happen, right? Um, but uh, there's a, you know there's a cool there's a cool action set piece here and there. Um, like I said, Byung Hun Lin plays T1000. So you got Dyson. You got J.K. Simmons. His name is O'Brien, but he kind of reminded me of um, Oberman from uh, the one, first and second. Remember oh. the scientist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Harley, like I know, mm. been, I know, I know, homie. Mm. You, you know me. I know. I'm telling you. I know. You're a big camera guy. I get it. Once, and I think he said, I remember we back, he gave it, it's okay. I'm not sure if that was just, you know, just to hype the movie or whatever. But yeah. I would, you know, just go in there, you know, give it a shot. I, there'll be like little things, you know, because I know you want to pick apart. But, but, um, the, the new, like the new Terminator, the way it's, um, the way he moves and the way he, he's kind of like a, T one thousand with like some other the the way he moves and fights he looks badass and the way he can just like I want to say transform kind of not um he's badass it's just you know there's one God, I wish I could talk about it but I can't I don't want to spoil it <laughs> but um you know what for um for a summer movie like I said nothing's gonna top Mad Max Fury Road for me this summer 
you know, maybe Star Wars, but Star Wars is in the holiday season, so it's uh, here, you know, Mad Max as a as a summer movie. But this one, you know, it's it's not it's uh it's I welcome in with open arms for this summer movie, and uh, I had fun with it. And like I said, it's got a seven point zero on IMDb right now. Um, I but Rotten Tomatoes has it at twenty six percent. So yeah, that's not good. Huh. Or so there you have it. So, but you know, I enjoyed it, and uh, I'll buy it for a dollar. So I'll be and I'll be curious to see what you guys would think. I'd mm. buy that for a dollar. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, like you know, if I didn't mind um, the last one, mm-hmm. like as a science fiction film, I'm fine with that. It's good. It's fun. Yeah. It's it's you know, it's fun enough to watch. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one is insultingly bad, mm-hmm. and it kind of screwed him up. And well, do you get so, to pull the second one? I mean, fuck. Well, yeah, of course. And and the problem is is from you know if you're a if you're a freak like me, the second one does such a good job of finishing it, so it's kind of forced to continue to make sequels you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so as they've well it is time travel so like it's yeah. like a, it's like a circle i mean you know in the future again they'll just bring them back again right or bring them back again right well yeah i mean that's the thing about time travel movies that you can do is you can just keep you know right. yeah you fuck with the time for timeline and, and but if you and, change you know, it up it would change it the worse. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean i just you know my thing it's like it's like it's my um it's my saying I always use, and I always tell people, "There's no fate but what you make." And the I sequels, the sequels kind of imply, no, it's kind of set. Like the you know, Judgment Day is gonna happen because we need it to happen in order to make money. You kind of thing, and so it right. it feels kind of uh, like a lie kind of thing. Yeah. So. But anyways, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely yeah. go into these sequels jaded. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, this one, yeah, you'll see. No right different. On. Yeah. Um, so you saw the Avengers. What made you want to see the Avengers? Um, well, me and Chris were hanging out yesterday, and and um, I don't know, I just picked something, something action-y. Something re- and I, and I, I know the... Um, the new one will probably come out on Blu-ray here pretty soon, so I figured I'd rewatch the first one. And uh, yeah, it's good. It's you know it. I I think maybe it's not as enjoyable um, after you've seen it a couple times. Like I I can't say it's not as enjoyable, but you know once you kind of know the jokes and it doesn't have such a such a special spot. Like it's it's a it's an awesome film. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um, they did a really good job. Um, and I, I guess I just have this super fatigue of the superhero films kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, it's it's what it is. It's you know everybody's seen it. It's great. And um, yeah, I guess it's a it's a it's a low slater for me. I guess. Right on. <laughs> that was a fucking movie. I'll take it. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Not an enthusiastic slater, but it's a slater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Chris <laughs> kind of programmed through it and was bored, and but it's you know, it's not in her wheelhouse, and right. and you know, even after I think this is probably my third time, fourth time watching it all the way through. Um, yeah, it still did a good enough job. So. <laughs> 
Cool. So, Harley. Hmm. How's your weekend? It was chill. Um, the girls are at their mom's house. Uh, me and Chris. I don't think we did anything this weekend. Did we go somewhere? I don't remember us doing anything. Today was crazy. I had to go down to Reading. It sucked. Um, what did we do? Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday we just hung out and watched the extra credit. And Saturday, I don't think we... Oh, we went for like a little. We went for a little bicycle ride, and um, oh no, we hung out at the lake. Me and Chris actually just we didn't take the boat out. We just went down to the small lake Siskiyou here, and uh, just set up the chairs and had a couple drinks and soup. We've been busy. We've been, it's been so crazy busy, you know, going up to Oregon and then to Humboldt. This was the first weekend that we didn't do anything, and so uh, we we just took it easy for sure. Right on. What about you, MCP? Um, well, my weekend kind of started on Thursday. There you go. Um, met up with Fonzo down in uh, San Diego for a bit. Hung yeah. out. He did. He was doing his Comic Con experience. Um, and we and Lenny and I did our outside of Comic Con experience. We went to the the Suicide Girls burlesque show called Black Heart <laughs> Burlesque, and uh, it was fun. It was fun. Um, uh, Harley, you know what he's, you know what that means. Do you know what a burlesque show means? Yeah, you know what suicide girls are. No, I don't know the suicide girls, but I'm oh. somewhat familiar with burlesque. Oh. They're kind of like a modeling group agency, kind of. Um, they are open to the alternate alternative culture. Okay. You know, so they they'll accept girls with tattoos, you know, piercings, shaved heads, different body types. You know, curvy. It's not like a you think modeling agency and you think like runway, you know, there's one look, mm-hmm. but suicide girls have like all the looks they've got tons of tons of different women. Um, so being Comic-Con, their black heart burlesque kind of caters to more of the geek culture, the nerd culture. They did, um, burlesque shows that had Pokemon in it, that had star Wars in it. They did, um, thriller. They did, um, planet of the apes. They did the Rocky horror picture show. So they had a lot of, different numbers that they did and they get they get they take their tops off into their little pasties and panties within like 30 seconds so <laughs> it's a lot of fun um they brought I like up, them already <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> they uh they started off with uh, a comedian and then they jumped into the the titty show and then they would like they would break it up with getting girls from the audience to get on stage and shake their ass and they were giving away like year subscriptions to their site um then they had uh they had the, they had uh the girls come up then they had um a guy come up and they had him like read a story and they were going to test him on the story on his reading comprehension but the whole time there's a girl stripping on him so you know he, there was a whole distraction thing he sucked by the way he was terrible he folded the fucking piece of paper up didn't read a goddamn thing and so <laughs> the girl that was stripping just stripped 25. for the audience and uh, when our, the host came out, she was like, you know, she would have danced harder on you the more you read. And he's just like, duh. And we're like, get off the fucking stage. Don't give him anything. She <laughs> asked the audience. Man? Yeah. We, we, oh, we booed hard because she asked us. She's like, should I give him the year subscription anyway? We're like, no, get him off. <laughs> Fuck that Dang, guy. That's fucked yeah. up. 
Yeah, you <laughs> idiot. We were yelling at him. We're like, read, read the goddamn thing. Yeah, and he's he just would. like, nope, nope, nope. Maybe he can't read. <laughs> you ever thought about that? <laughs> it's funny because she's like, okay, I need someone who's smart. You know, I need someone who's kind of smart. And so all these hands shot up. And then, uh, and Lainey was raising my hand up. And then like, who's kind of, who's kind of a tool. And then she put my hand down. I'm like, but, 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 <laughs> I still want to go up. Yeah, exactly. uh, and so they ended up getting that guy. And then he was a worse tool. Because <laughs> he was just like, yeah, whatever. I'm up here. And I got to, you know, get titties in my face for a little bit. How <laughs> are you going to get, motherfucker? Yeah, so did he really lose? Like, <laughs> Right? Like, he, he got what he wanted. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what do you want? Yeah. But then the, the fun one was they brought a couple up. They're like, all right, we need a cool couple from the crowd. And uh, Lainey and I were right there. And they pointed. And we're like, is it us? And then everybody looked behind us. I was like, oh, it was the couple behind us. Oh, and, uh, they were like, up. I know. They were like, uh, um, they're like, oh, we need a couple that's, you know, that, that has a good sex life, who's open for new things, blah, blah, blah. And so they brought them up there. Like, we're going to teach you a dance you could do in the bedroom, you know, a lap dance. And send the, the two girl, suicide girl oh. hosts, they demonstrated first. One of the girls sat in the chair. The other girl just did a lap dance on her, did a bunch of moves. Or like like three or four moves. I was like, all right, these are the moves that you're gonna have to do. So they're like, cool. So then the guy goes to sit down. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, the girl's gonna sit. You're gonna dance. So then the guy had to had to do the lap dance for his girlfriend. And so you know the the crowd just erupted. Like ah, blah blah blah. Um, the guy killed it, by the way. Um, <laughs> he, he he was like, all right, you're good. And then he admitted at the end. I was like, yeah, my girlfriend took me to go magic, go see Magic Mike. Oh, like, so you uh-huh, got a couple moves good. from there. Yeah, yeah. So he he see he Tony came would have been dancing like a minion since the last movie he saw. <laughs> exactly. That would have been pretty funny, actually. Can <laughs> <laughs> you picture it now? <laughs> I, mean, like, I would have been dancing like Cucaracha up there, man. I was just gonna say that. He's like every time you say that word, Harley's got to say it. I get, yep. I got so, oh, That's all. great. I, yeah, I get excited. So um, yeah. Good so that was uh that was Thursday, uh Friday, um. We we uh, took Fonzo down to down to Comic Con, um, and I was gonna try and get some work done while down there. My stupid laptop wasn't set up right, so I had to come home. And so he turned his ta- he turned his ass back around. Yeah, I, I tucked tail and came back. But um, we had plans Friday night to go uh, see the Minions, but first I had I was gonna go and visit my brother at Big Five Sporting Goods. He just he just got a job there. I was like, I'm gonna go get some family discount. Um, so we go there. We we're, next weekend, or I guess this weekend, um, we're gonna go camping up at a rave. So we're like, all right, we need a mattress because we ain't gonna do that sleeping bag shit. So we go to Big Five. He hooks us up with a mattress. He's like, all right, here you go. We're like, sweet discount. It'll be like twenty fucking bucks for a queen size that battery operated, you know, inflatable. Awesome. And then like, you know, if we get your email, you can get another ten percent next time you come in. We're like, cool. Let's look around and shit. And they said, we saw these ping pong tables and Lainey just flipped her shit. She's like, I've always wanted a ping pong table. Can we get a ping pong table? We have room for a ping pong table. We could probably put it. I'd be like, okay. Sure, sound like a minion. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I was like, all right. All right. Let's do it. And then let's do the ping pong table. And the guy comes out. He's like, hey, you know what? You could get the 10% within 10 minutes. It'll just, just wait 10 minutes. And she were like, we're going to put it in the car tonight. I was like, it's not going to fit. And she's like, what, 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 what can we do? They're like, we'll put it on hold. Okay, fine ping pong table on hold and i started to walk away and i'm like fuck this shit if she's gonna get a ping pong table i'm gonna get something too so i got a heavy bag with a stand and everything (laughs) 
So we go in. We walked into Big Five that day, looking to spend like thirty bucks. We came out <laughs> spending like four hundred bucks. <laughs> so it's just ping pong table. Bought this. Bought this. Bought this. And that's after the twenty percent family discount. So it was like, there's no, there's no minion watching going on that night because I we got home and just played with our toys. <laughs> so, uh, so that the was the toys. I mean, you got you, you. You're saying your toys now. Are you being more specific, or are you just gonna let everyone kind of? Well, we got a ping pong table. Um, we didn't play with that until Saturday. Friday night, we set up my heavy bag, and then I beat the shit out of it for a little while. So you know, and she and then Lainey tried to punch too, but yeah, whatever. No one cares about that. <laughs> but that's it. We didn't get any other toys other than those two. We got the paddles and the the air mattress, but we didn't we didn't test it out. Not yet. We didn't have batteries for it. So stay tuned. If you stay tuned for next week, and you'll find out how the air mattress is. Uh, That's how you get them. That's how you hook them. <laughs> Saturday we had a Night Nation rave run. So up in uh, up in uh, Pomona, um, my sister and her boyfriend, and then a friend of hers and her boyfriend, and we took Fawn up with us, and we met up with her cousin and her friend and her friend's daughter, and we went up there, and it was a five k race. Um, but they had a DJ set up at the beginning and then they had DJs throughout the race. And so we were just, you know, just raging out there and just raving. Um, so that was okay. It was kind of cool. You know, the whole idea. Um, and we went, when we arrived, we just started raging right away. Lane and I are like, you, nobody else wanted, like, they just like, you know what? We're going to hang out here. And we're like, all right, we're going in the middle of that shit and jumping around. So we go in there for a few, like. 15 minutes we come out we're sweating bullets it's, it's you know it's hot out there in Pomona uh-huh. so and we're jumping around um the race itself it was, it was kind of lame if you if you do 5k's it's kind of cool because it's different you know you got people dressed up in rave booty shorts and there's you know light you know the glow in the dark and there's DJs so yeah Probably, you do do 5Ks, Google rave booty shorts seriously you want that in your in your Google history <laughs> Um, Anyone geez. listening? Google <laughs> rave booty shorts. Rave booty episode two seventy. Yeah. All right, I'm just imaging. Rave We're gonna lose booty. Harley though, right after this. You know, I know. Right? Oh, it's, it's going just on mute. A bunch of yeah, yeah. What, I know what these are. Yeah. What is it, Harley? They're like uh, underwear. It's basically. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm yeah. Just, yeah. 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 Use every oh, adjective. In... I'm not complaining. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. So. uh the only thing that it, sucks it. for the people that go for the rave part is like the DJ's at the beginning and then there's nothing. It's silent for like a mile, you know, and then right. finally we get another DJ and I was like, ah, oh. I thought when I went there, I thought we were going to hear music the entire time, the entire three, you know, three miles or 5k, but we didn't. And so that kind of made it kind of lame. This is the first year they've done it. So hopefully they'll get feedback and make it better next time. Like, I think they should have um, people running with, you know, light shows and the little JBL boom boxes on them and just, you know, running with everybody. Yeah, what did you say, Fonzo? They had a doof warrior for the... You need a fucking doof warrior oh, doof DJ. DJ. Yeah, doof DJ. Yes. On a truck following you guys and it's just straight up mixing. Yes, that'd you know be awesome. I mean? that, mm-hmm. that, that I've been down for. 
Because I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I would have bounced the entire time. Every time, like, we would walk, you know, and then the music mm-hmm. would start. I could hear the music in the distance, and I'd start bouncing a little more. And then by the time we're, like, walking by the DJ, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm like, cool. Yeah, and then exactly. we're walking away from the DJ. And yeah. it's like, fuck. It's like it's over. It, it's like it had the worst parts of the rave. Walking towards the DJ stage, but you're not quite there yet. So you, so you don't have that satisfying feeling of being at the, at the stage. Mm-hmm. And the walking away. <laughs> the walking home. It's all over. It's like, yeah. So I wouldn't recommend it um, if you're going for the rave experience. But, yeah, if you like to run 5K, it's cool. Um, and it was funny because a lot of people are going, yeah, this is my first time at a rave. And Laney and I are like, this ain't a fucking rave. No, you, yeah. you don't. This yeah. isn't it. No, you, no, no. <laughs> stop calling it a rave. This is like the <laughs> intro to it. And I thought it was kind of right. funny how, like, we're the veterans now. You know, my sister, her friends, first time, their first time at a rave. Yeah. Like, man, we got to show you kids how to do it right. Um, mm-hmm. They had a uh, after, after. Well, okay. The other bad part is that they shut it down at 10. We stopped oh. running at like 9. And so, we, you know, we were going, went to fuel up a little with some food. And by the time we got our food, it was over. It's like 10 o'clock at night. They just shut it down. So that kind of sucked. Um, they had a after after party at a club. But. And it was supposed to be like everybody from the race can go to the club. If you're wearing the T-shirt or the bib, blah, blah, blah. We go to the club. There's a bunch of people dressed up in their race outfit. But there's also people dressed up to go to a club in their fancy outfit. So it was the weirdest experience because you see the <laughs> like dressed to the nines, you know, high heels, just tight skirt, you know, the suits, the guys, in the, you know, with the tie yeah. and everything. And then you see the guys where, you know, the girls with the bra top and, you know, little spandex shorts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's it's so confusing. It's so it's yeah. everywhere, but um, so it's like I don't know if I should be excited or I want to work right. out. And it's like, how is anyone gonna pick up chicks looking like <laughs> like a runner? You know, right, right. <laughs> so it, whatever, we enjoyed ourselves. Um, yeah. it we ended up coming back to the hotel like at four in the morning. Um, mm. slept till eight. Watched. Well, I slept till eight. Lane, Lane and I, Lane stayed home. She's like, fuck that. I ain't going. I'm, I'm tired. I, she, you know, she made the wise choice. Um, we watched Minions on Sunday and then just snapped for the rest of the day. So that was my weekend. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. So you just yeah. Whew. You're good. Yeah. So now it's your right. turn. You got the, oh, on yeah. Saturday. Totally forgot about to say that. Um, we let Fonzo borrow the car so he can experience Comic Con, you know, and, or have a ride. Oh, right right on, on Saturday. I kept leaving the car for Amy, so I'd, I'd have a car. Right. And, um, yeah, man. So, oof, let's see. When I started on uh, Thursday, I get down there and um, just kind of want to experience everything outside the convention because I've never done that before. Um, and then I want to meet up with our buddies, Howie and Gina. Cause they're always down there. And um, we got to hang out, say hi. And, uh, let's, God, I, I got to go through everything. I got to look at, like, the days and right. see. Yep. Um, so, so at Peco Park, they have this thing, um, brought to you by like Nerdist Industries. That's Chris Hardwick's like, uh, brainchild. He's a nerd overlord now, as you can say. Right. He has like this thing, he has like laser tag there and, um, and all a bunch of different stuff. They give out free things and it's just really cool. And they got interviews and like I, I saw Eli Roth there. He was talking about his movie Grin Inferno. And then, um, like a, later on, Elijah Wood was there. So they got a bunch of star celebrities because they're like, they partnered up with Legendary Pictures. So, I mean, it's pretty smart. So it's like Nerdist, Legendary, and like all these two other companies, like um, Amy Poehler's um, 
smart girls and like geek and sundry. So it's all these combined. Um, so, so I did all that. They had like, uh, you know, you take pictures here. They were giving out free Slurpees. Um, uh, so right after Eli Ross's panel, he was signing autographs. It was him and two of the actors in the movie. And one of them is the, this little redhead kid from Spy Kids. He's all grown up. So I thought that was kind of funny. I'm like, holy shit, on Thursday, the first day, I'm already getting an autograph poster. Um, I got to take the pictures with him and I'm like, cool, this is, a, this is, this is not bad. So then I walked around and, um, saw, um, I kept walking around seeing the Sharknado 3 guys and it's these guys dressed up as Uncle Sam on stilts with like a shark right through their chest. And then you got the girls on the, uh, like dressed as sharks, like with all gray, like super skin tight skirts, but like the, their top is like a shark. So they're kind of inside the shark's mouth. And they're handing out like things, they give out like those foam chainsaws and this and then that, promoting like crazy. Um, you got the Jesus freaks that are always there. They're like a staple at Comic Con now. You can't have Comic Con without the Jesus freaks. But what's funny about that is this year, their A and E's A and E were promoting their new TV show called Damien. You know, based on the Omen. So they have their own picket signs and megaphones, just like the Jesus freaks. So it's kind of funny. They're going at it. It was really funny to see. Um, and then I kept hearing when I was walking down the street, hey, Impractical Jokers over here, they got this one, like, one room, you know, rented out. They got some other props from the show, but they're giving out free burritos. I'm like, what? I keep hearing our free burritos. And I'm like, if you guys heard the story before, but every time we go, me and Tom, when we go, we always got to get breakfast burritos because it pretty much fills us up the rest of the day so we don't have <laughs> yeah. to really eat. So I got a free burrito there. So I texted Tony, well, technically, I'm not cheating on you, dude. I got a free burrito from another place mm-hmm. and I had to pay for it. So I'm not cheating. So I just want to throw that out there, Tony. You can't get mad at me. Uh, the burrito's actually pretty good too. So, um, so, so I did that, and then I'm trying to think of what I did that night. Um, I didn't see I didn't see any movie there because they're all they're all playing at ten o'clock at night, and now I'm I get I'm really get off my lawn, old man. Like I, I don't think I can stay up late, even if I wanted to. You know, if I tried, um, I think I would just doze off on it, even if I really liked the movie. Um, so, so that was Thursday. Trying to think on Friday, there was a panel I wanted to see. Um, uh, it's called the, the movie's called Tales of Halloween. It's like all these horror directors putting in, uh, making all these little hor- horror shorts, kind of like an anthology. And, um, and, and so I, so I got to see that. That was cool. And when, and when some of the actors were coming out, I was just, you know, cause I waited after the panel. I'm like, you know what? They got to get out. They got to get out this way. Might as well just wait. So I waited. And, uh, remember the movie Starry Eyes? Um, Alex Esso, the, 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 the main lead. I met her there. Um, Pat Healy, remember him in Cheap Thrills? Remember the movie we saw Cheap Thrills? With her bed oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Cheap Thrills. Um, yeah, yeah. Pat Healy, he was there. Uh, so I met him. And then Neil Marshall, director of The Descent, Dog Soldiers. A couple yeah. episodes of, uh, Game of Thrones. Yep. Got to meet him. So I was stoked. And then it's the show Impractical Jokers. Um, Quinn, one of the guys, he was, right after I met those guys, he's just walking by up, up the street. I'm like, what? So I chase him down. I get his picture. And um, that Friday night, did you, Harley, did you ever go Humphreys by the Bay? Did you ever go to that venue? No. Well, you've heard of it though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little grass area. You got a big stage. And it's like over. And then to the left, you saw all these boats docked and everything. Um, so we, me and Amy had tickets. Or Amy and I had tickets to go see him for our anniversary. And um, so she went and picked me up. And we went down there. And, uh, yeah, man, those guys killed it, man. They're hilarious. They, they just, they just fucking killed it. They, they had this one game where they got a woman's phone from the crowd and go, here, let's play, play a game. If you're ever bored with your friends and you got your, say it's a bunch of you at a, at a dinner table. So what you do is grab your phone, put it in the middle of the table, mix it around, spin them around, whatever. Grab somebody's phone, go to their contacts and just spin, 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 spin until somebody says stop. 
once you hit stop, you gotta send them a text message. And the only thing it'll say on the text message is, I've tested positive. And that's it. <laughs> see, and, and see what happens. See what happens. So, so, so they asked anyone in the crowd they want to do it. And sure enough, someone gave it to them. And they're like, they scroll, scroll, scroll. They asked the audience to stop. We told them to stop. He's, and they stopped. And he goes, what is like OG squad or something? That's the, that's the name on the, on the person's contacts. And she started laughing. She goes, uh, supposedly it's, it's like, it was like a group text. So not only, oh shit, they sent out a text for what was it? They sent out a text for four people. It was fucking hilarious, dude. So like the whole time they're doing the show, they go, oh, phones are blowing up. Let's see what happens. And the fucking responses were doing just, it was just out of control, man. It was, it was pretty funny. So those guys, they, they did a great show. So that was fun. So Saturday, I was like, oh man, I'd really like to go again, but I don't know if I got a ride. And Tony, you know, my savior came by and he was like, yeah, here, take the car. I'm like, sweet. So we're down there, had my had, uh, buddy, had a breakfast with my buddy Eric from uh, New York and uh, hung out with him. Started doing some more things outside. And I was like, all right, finally I'm, I'm, I'll make my way inside. Right when I go inside, all I wanted to see was like the, the Superman suit, the Batman suits, the, the one of the speeders from the new Star Wars, and, and anything Krampus, anything Krampus related from Legendary, from the guy that directed Trick or Treat, Mike Doherty. I wanted to see that. So I started walking to the Legendary booth. Actually, I'm walking. I'm pretty much hauling ass. I go down there, and they're having a signing. Michael Doherty's there with Adam Scott and Tony Collette, who are in who are in uh, Krampus. So I'm like, oh shit! So I see people already lined up around the little area, and I go, hey, uh, where's where's the line in? And they're like, oh, I said it's against the wall. I'm like, shit! So I run all the way back there because I'm like, all I wanted to do is see Krampus stuff. So. so I run all the way to the wall. I get there, and what is and the guy in front of me? So Harley, when there's when uh, mm-hmm. when they when they cap off the line. They give the last person like a stick with like a little picture on it and it says end of line. Mm. So I get there. Sure enough, the guy in front of me is alive. Like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Just my luck. I'm like, excuse me, sir. I go. So I'm, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm like, I'm guessing you're the end of the line, right? You're like, yeah. I'm like, man. I just, like, I just, I'm like, dude. I'm what do I need get... to do to get that stick? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm just, you know, and he's just like, he looks at the security guard, looks at me. Hand it to me. I'm like, sir, you're the man, dude. You, you are awesome, right? So that was, I was stoked. I'm like, so we get closer to the, to the signing, um, because then they, then they finally move us around to go right by the where the table is to sign and everything. So I get there. So it turns out that guy was reserving the spot for his son, because when his son came, he they, they did a switcheroo. So now his son's in line, and I, uh, so now I'm behind his son, and the and the dad was just uh, holding his spot. So I'm thinking, how cool was that? The, at the time that I got there, he uh, he was there to give me the ticket because I don't know if the son would have done it. You know what I mean? I don't know if the son would have been that cool. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was pretty neat. So I get there, and, and then now you know what I noticed now that um, everyone's talking about a ticket, a ticket. I'm like, oh shit! It's one of these ticketed ones you need to get in to sign, for the signing. This is the only reason you can get in. And I'm like, fuck me, that's it. I'm done. My chances are over. I, I can't. I, I'm I'm done. I'm ruined. So I get up to the I get up to the very spot, I'm the very last one, and I see everybody getting these little cards signed or little. They just kind of crossed the line across them just to make sure they, they they knew. So I'm like, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? I look at the guy straight in the eyes. I'm like, I'm, I was told I need to give this to you, and I go boom and just hand it to him. So he kind of laughs, looks at the picture, turns it around, and it says end of line cap. For some reason, it cracks him up, makes him laugh. I'm like, cool. I I, I get out. Right, I get right next to the guy that's in front of me, and I'm right next to him, and I'm like, okay, he's not gonna say anything, he's not gonna say anything. He starts talking to the people that work there. I'm like, I fucking made it. So I grab my phone, start getting video, and there he is, Michael Doherty, Adam Scott, Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. When I get a signed Krampus poster, and I'm just fucking ecstatic. I am just, 
on cloud. I'm super excited. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I get my potion. I'm like, woo, woo. And this one security guard, this one big black security guard looks at me. See, that's what I'm talking about. That guy right there, that man is excited. Look how excited he is. Y'all should be excited like this man. <laughs> just, I was just so happy. I'm running around looking at the floor like a crazy person. And, um, yeah, man, it was just so, like, surreal how many people I met just hanging around outside. I mean, it was ridiculous. Um, so this year was a little different, but it was just as, just as much as fun. It was a blast. And, um, but towards the end, you, you kind of get, do get burnt and you're kind of just over. Um, so like I said, we'll, we'll see you next year at Comic-Con, but, uh, yeah, man, it was a lot of fun and all this stuff. So a lot of, a lot of, a lot of new trailers were uh, premiered at Comic-Con, right? So I just want to kind of want to go over, uh, they knew the new Batman versus Superman trailer that I got, you, I know you guys just saw and the Suicide Squad, you just literally just saw before we recorded, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to get your uh, your takes on um, on both those trailers. Actually, um, whoever wants to go first. It's interesting. They 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 feel like um, they're trying to make this gigantic uh, universe, this DC universe, kind of like obviously what Marvel did with the Avengers, and I think they said the next. Uh, what is it? The next. Um, Captain America is going to have Superman in it, or, or not Superman? Spider Man. Captain America has. Yeah, Superman. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Captain oh, America is going to have Spider Man or some shit in it, right? Yeah. So they're really going to try to work that. Which, yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, Avengers, both the Avengers movies made so much goddamn money. Why not? Um, I'm not really excited about it. Um, so they they're certainly going the dark taking a page you know they're trying to keep that nolan universe going where it's dark and sort of really monotonous not monotonous isn't the word um um what's the word i'm looking for um not monotone looking for the word uh, yeah um so yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I dig it because it's it's different than the Avengers. Like, and, and especially being I just watched the Avengers, it is very what we have come to expect from sort of a comic book. It's very bright. It's not dark. You know, um, everything is really lit. The characters' outfits are are very sort of bold and stated and stuff, um, as opposed to. Both the trailers for Superman and Batman and Suicide Squad seem very downplayed and dark. And, you know, it's like, um, what movie was I watching a couple weeks ago? And I was like, the entire movie takes place at nighttime. I mean, we've seen those movies before, obviously, but it's like, you don't even, sometimes you don't even realize it. You're like halfway through the movie and you're like, I don't think I've seen any fucking daylight in this movie yet, you know? Um, so, I dig it, you know. I mean, um, obviously, both movies are are so far um, in the future. There's still, uh, you know, so much to be um, decided or, or revealed. You know, the, the thing is, is, it's like there's so much hype for these movies. Mm-hmm. There's no surprise when it comes out. You know, it's like. Right. They there's so many trailers. There's so much info. There's so much 
the scripts get leaked if you want to read them. I mean, it's it's like there's no surprise. I mean, you just talked about the huge plot twist in the new um, Terminator film. It's like, how the fuck could, could you – who thought that was a good idea? You know, who thought mm-hmm. it was a good idea to show the suitcase Iron Man? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. – you totally ruin these movies, and and I guess what it is is it's, it's obviously kind of going off topic, but movies make so they make all their money on opening weekends. You know they make like seventy mm-hmm. percent of their all time box office on their opening two days, so they need to hype these movies up. They need everybody to go see these on the opening weekends because next weekend their biggest competition is coming out. You know what I mean? And so we ju- we just have so much. I did ask you what you thought about the Suicide Squad trailer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. um, yeah, like I said. Fucking writing I, a novel? Jesus I, Christ. I, I dig it. Talk so, about Joker's look, man. Start off with that. Yeah, it's cool. I like his voice. It's not. It, okay. it seems like, um, yeah. uh, what's his name? Leto isn't doing, like, it doesn't sound like Leto. Yeah. Um, and... It's a totally different take on Joker. Obviously, we've seen, well, essentially, we've seen three different Jokers, um, and he's certainly a different take. Um, but uh, I'm excited to see it. You know, um, it's it's good casting. I I, I thought uh, Will Smith looks kind of like what the fuck's he doing in this movie? <laughs> like, uh, he seems it, it's like Will Smith playing Will Smith and. And I'm like, I don't know what what character does he play. He plays, uh, I believe his name is Deadshot. Oh, okay. So, um, not familiar with the comic books. He just doesn't um, look like a bad guy, right? Yeah, That's exactly. Like, mm-hmm. he's got the talent. I mean, Will Smith is is he could certainly do it, um, but he it, it, it just doesn't look. Um, well, here it is. A secret government agency recruits imprisoned supervillains to execute dangerous black ops missions um, in exchange for clemency. Clemency, yeah. 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 It's forgiveness. forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. So right, direct, writer and director David Ayer. Um, did you guys notice Batman on top of that Lamborghini? Yep. Yep. Which was a joke. And they mentioned, they mentioned Superman in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're gonna be all tied in, and they you know Margot Robbie is a Harley Quinn. Yeah, she was um, sort of probably the most on the screen during the trailer. I know Anna will be fucking; she'll just be losing her mind because she loves Harley Quinn. Oh, is that right? She's got a big Harley Quinn poster in her bedroom and shit. Oh wow, so, very yeah, cool. So she'll be happy. She's happy about that. Um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I dig it. Uh, it looks cool. It looks dark. It looks gritty. Um, you know, I we'll see if if um, they can pull off the ensemble cast. Um, you know, I I think the biggest problem they're facing is none of these characters are known. I mean, even the Joker, which we've seen in multiple films now, but this is a brand new Joker. Mm-hmm. And so, and Batman that I'm thinking is probably going to have a very short role. Um, you know, this isn't a Batman film. This is the the Suicide Squad. Um, 
We don't, you know, when we saw the Avengers, we've seen Iron Man, we saw Thor, we saw Captain America, we knew these characters. Um, you know, the Hulk is kind of a, um, obviously it's the first time we saw um, Mark Ruffalo playing the Hulk, but we've seen two Hulk movies and, you know, there's not a whole lot of character to a big green monster that just makes a lot of fucking, makes a mess, you know, Hulk smash. So, um, it's a gamble because they don't have these characters don't already have built in audiences. You know, it's like I was saying. Well, Harley Quinn does. Yeah, uh, fair enough. But we haven't seen her on the big screen yet. You know what I mean? We Mm -hmm. don't, we don't really know. We don't have, you know, it's not like we're bringing back the penguin and you know it's it's all sort of new dc villains and stuff so um it's a gamble and if it if it does poorly critically uh i don't think it'll it'll hold up on the the following i'm I'm sure it'll do well you trying to take up all the time what about tony jesus yeah fuck him um (laughs) tony what do you think yeah i think Because Are you excited? I'm not excited. Did, did you know no. have any idea what was no. going on? Or I had you, an idea. I know you went against your, you know, your, your, you don't watch trailers. Right. First, I'm not going to watch the Superman versus Batman trailer. Okay. So, because um, I'm already excited to see that. Okay. Um, Suicide Squad. I never was excited. Um, mm-hmm. I was waiting for this trailer actually to I could see, you know, what's going on. See if I could get it. And I didn't get excited. And I think. I mean, I like the grittiness. Like Harley already said, it's dark, it's gritty. Um, the Joker's cool. Uh, Harley Quinn is cool. So kind of the only two characters I can identify because it's the only thing I've experienced. Um, Deadshot, I've only known because the, the whole thing that got leaked. And, of course, it's Will Smith. And I wasn't buying it. He just does not seem like a villain to me. Um, he, Like you said, he was playing Will Smith. I'm like, he's not a bad guy. Stop it. So that's the that, that's the only part that kind of threw me in the, in the trailer. And I think that's why I wasn't excited. Um, like the, the concept of use bad guys to do good things, mm-hmm. but maybe slightly shady things, but it's still for some kind of greater good type thing. Like he even said, let's save the world. And I'm like, eh, like I'm not buying that. That's coming from a villain. Right. You know? So that's the only thing I'll probably end up watching it anyway, but <laughs> I just, won't be looking forward to it as much as uh, I have other movies before. And then I wasn't too. I wasn't like. I mean, I guess I'm supposed to be hyped for Batman vs Superman, but I wasn't. I wasn't uh, even after I saw that first trailer. I think I was only hyped when I read the 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 concept of because I I, I always complain. I think we even talked about it in uh, the Man of Steel movie. He rips shit up. The mm-hmm. town is destroyed, and it's oh, mostly yeah. from fucking Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he did a lot of the destruction. He was just plowing through buildings and right. eye lasering everything. Mm-hmm. And so, eye lasering everything. That's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then uh, Batman versus Superman is supposed to be Batman's a little pissed off that hey, you know, take some You're responsibility. My town, bitch. Yeah, take some responsibility for yeah. your superpowers. Um, and so I was like, okay, I can buy that that concept, that idea. And that's kind of cool. Like that, that gives me the conflict of Batman versus Superman. Cause normally you hear, you know, all the DC, the, the, um, the cartoons that I've seen, they're always together. So, well, at least the ones I've seen. So this was kind of cool that, you know, that fits. Right. And so that's the reason I've been, I was excited for it. Yeah. Like I said, it's the first time seeing Harley Quinn on, uh, on the big screen. So that's cool. She's, she was 
super popular character on the animated series, and that's when she was created. So I think Margot Robbie is a cool cast. She looks cool. Hope she, gets, thing, hope she gets full-on Harley Quinn, you know? Right, mode. but... Yeah, that's rad. the thing. Harley Quinn was always, like, a um, comic relief... High, like, she was... She was um, a yeah, positive, high-energy character. And in Suicide Squad, everybody's, like, dark. And so yeah. it doesn't feel like it's going to be the Harley Quinn that I'm used to. I think when you see her in that car and she's, like, getting excited and... uh I think I think she will. I think she'll go full on. I, I know. I hope so. But it, Harley Quinn has always been that kind of psychotic. Hey, Mister J. Yeah. Yeah. The, the psychotic peppy cheerleader. Mm-hmm. At least you that's know? how she was in the animated. In the animated series. series, and that's what I'm used to. So yeah, we'll see. You guys still there? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> just like disappeared on me. What the fuck? What the fuck? Well, because I, well, I want to talk about Batman Superman, but Tony hadn't seen it, so and I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to, you know, give away some stuff. So, well, oh, you I, know, you could talk about it. I just didn't want to have the visuals. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's the same. I mean, yeah, spoiler alert. Well, I haven't I haven't seen visuals for Batman versus Superman. I've only seen like the still Im- images from Twitter feeds, but I I haven't seen the visuals like the full visuals. I think I saw that one trailer where Superman's it, it, he's in the rain and he's like kind of floating right above Batman, mm-hmm. and he's oh, got yeah, like yeah. a like a and steel he's in suit. suit on. Yeah, yeah, that like that's the most I've seen. I was like, okay, I'm done. I don't want to see anything else. Okay, well, well, that I mean, you can talk about it. That's cool. Well, that's hard because I want well, to talk about stuff that's in the trailer. Well, that's I mean, you could talk about evil. what's in the trailer. I just don't want to see what's in the trailer. What I'm conf- oh Batman I don't want- is coming out in March. Suicide Squad doesn't come out till August. Yeah, it's all going to take place in the DC universe. If, um, that's where Harley's going with it. I don't know. Well, I was like, but I, I I saw in the trailer, I was like, both these movies come out in sixteen, and both of our big summer films. So why? Um. Like if I mention things in the trailer, Tony won't spoil it for you. No, he just so we, doesn't. He does a look. It's visuals. Right, so I'm, visuals. Ta- I'm telling you, okay. it's all about okay. all right. the visual pleasure. And because we see Wonder Woman and we see her in action. Yeah, not yeah, I'm glad about that. That oh, annoys I'm glad the I missed fuck it. out of me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, I I, I like uh, 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 Gal Gadot. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, she's pretty. Don't get me wrong. I mean, her characters are her characters total useless in in the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, she's got the good look, but you got lots of cooks in this, in this, uh, well, kitchen. We'll yeah. And that really, you know, you got Aquaman in there too. Like, what the fuck? Like, um, I didn't see him in there, but I do see him in I'm the Beatles. So yeah. yeah. Jason Momoa. So, yeah. um, that part. We'll see. But let dude, but Tony, the fucking but scene. Tony. Superman rips the fucking Batmobile. He gives the Batmobile a new moon roof. He just rips <laughs> the shit out of it. He's standing right next to him. And then Batman starts slowly coming out of the Batmobile while Superman's fl- fl- waiting for him. And they just go face to face. And fuck, man. If I didn't get chills in my arm when I saw that scene, dude. It was insane. Then you see Batman in full on Batsuit and Superman just going at it. Just fucking ripping shit up, right? You see Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor with this funky ass little haircut he has. Huh. Um, so you see him and playing, you know, he's, he's a perfect prick. What, how did Kellen say that one episode? The most <laughs> oh, oh. perfect asshole. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's straight oh, out no, of no, uh, Scott most Pilgrim. Perfect butthole. 
right? The most perfect butthole, something like that. The way he looks probably like that. That's that's uh, fucking uh, Lex Luthor in this movie. Um, and then they, yeah, you get all these, like I said, all these visuals, and um, it, it's just uh, I wasn't hyped before from the first trailer, but this one, this one fucking did it for me. This one hyped me up. This one they got show me you really all, excited. They show you a lot more. It's a more story, yeah. You see Superman in full on suit, like going in a court, like in trial, and talking about him. Um, you see him saving up that big ass rocket ship. I mean, it's just insane. It's uh, like I said, this one got me excited. I don't want to say too much, even though even though I'm saying it, kind of to me it seems like I'm spoiling. So, um, but that one really did it for me. And then and then later on too, they had a there was a bootleg Deadpool one, and I don't know if you saw that or any of the panels, Harley. But that 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 trailer really worked too. I mean, that one's. I want a full on hard rated R. Yeah, I was gonna say it's movie. a hard R, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Right it's, it's just gonna it's just gonna be a blast. So, like I said, um, hopefully DC, you know, see they go in the right step, and it'd be it'd be cool to see different takes, not just the same Marvel movies taking up all the spot. You know, let's get these let's get DC to come in there and shine. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll see. So, like I said, that hyped me up. Suicide Squad, you know, like I said. Seeing Harley Quinn was cool, but there's some, there's just certain scenes in the movie that like, what, what's going on? I want to know about that. So, uh, in in time, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see these. Right on. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, that wraps up another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast, episode two seventy. It's in the books. We just randomly ranting on things, movies, Comic Con, race raves, race wars, <laughs> raven races, uh, something. Waste of time on movies, man. I'm sorry. Oh, we, I, I know. We we <laughs> sh- we, uh, we missed the target this week, for you, man. I'm sorry, man. Maybe next week we can, uh, you know, at least the extras were a little bit better. But uh, no, no, I like my books. Well, you, you I, I, I stand by my. Books. All right, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. Yeah, you do that. I cannot stand by your pick. <laughs> like he says, hopefully next week, you know, we come back uh, a little bit stronger for you. So. We apologize for that, but that's what hey, that's that's what happens sometimes, right? You know. Um, well, when your bad boy host Fonzo say we ride together, Harley, we die together. MCB, cucarachas for life. Nice. Chicken there, there you go. Man, I got.